best in this life. That's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to win. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk Podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I'm your host, John. Very happy to be here. Jay Hill, we yes, live sir, on we location. Live. What's up, baby? Hey, we just saw a, a great game. Great, great game of basketball, man. So okay. I'm, I'm excited. Let's let's, let's, let's let's unwrap this, man. Let's do this, man. Yeah. So uh, Jay Hill is is live here. We live on, on, on location. We over here at the Clutch Talk Studios, baby. And what we got here today, y'all, is we're going to talk about just some post-game thoughts, man. You know, yeah. we just we just wrapped up this uh, this game one uh, of this Phoenix Suns versus Milwaukee Bucks. Jay Hill, let's not let's not stop play. Let's let's cut straight to the chase. How do you feel about this game? How 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 was this game? Uh, I think it was really a lot of what we predicted. Uh, we predicted they were going to attack certain matchups, that being the Suns, uh, particularly the Brook Lopez matchup, and that really sticks out to me. Just how CP3 came out tonight. I mean, that was the story of Game One. Uh, he just looked to be on just just an attack mode all night. Uh, he's got something to prove. He's been hearing the haters throughout his career uh, that he's never made a finals, and he realizes this is his first finals, and he's taking advantage of that moment. Uh, he's making big plays. He's making his teammates, and they're picking up their level as well. And then you look on the other side, and it just looked like a, a struggling Giannis, struggling to make free throws, struggling with that first step, that explosiveness, and... It's going to be an up, uphill battle for them. Um, it, it really is going to be an uphill yeah. battle, Jay. You know, and I, I, I want to start. I want to start with CP, man. Let's just start with the best, mm-hmm. best player, man. You know, mid game, you, 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 you looked at me. You told me, man, so man, CP's game one MVP right now. Mm-hmm. So I want to start with CP. You know, you mentioned he came out killing, right? You, yeah. We were talking about in the middle of the game how often we saw either CP or D book coming off that snake screen and just abusing Brooke Lopez. Like, Jay, for real, how many times do you think that they that we saw consecutive the times down court, CP come down court and get to get to that little midi and that take that little sidestep on Brooke? Man, John, I think it was about four or five times in, in a, a row, row. In a row. In a row. In a row. Consistently just attacking that matchup, getting what they wanted. Wow. And and at a certain point they had to whether it was D book or C P coming off that we saw and we both mentioned that I mentioned to you that they had to help off their defenders. So at that point it was easy. Yeah. They're either getting a shot or they're getting his, your teammates open for a wide open three. And it was just a matter of if they're knocking it down or not. Yeah, and and, and the crazy thing is it's it, it isn't that uh Coach Boonhoser, it's not like he was as firm on his oh drop coverage, drop coverage. Right. Brooke was up. Yeah, <laughs> Brooke he was, was up. up. You know, he was Forced he was to. he was more up than he, he ever has been mm-hmm. in the in the Hawks series, but I mean where did the Bucks go from here? Where did the Bucks go? Like, you know, we the Bucks did. You know, Giannis didn't have a, the greatest game. You know, mm-hmm. like, let's be honest. You know, I, I believe Giannis saw around. I don't have the number in front of me. Around like fifty percent from the free throw line, fifty right. to fifty five percent from the free mm-hmm. throw line. It, that, you know, that's horrendous. So, as a Bucks fan, I guess you can feel good. You can say, okay, you know, I'm not going to expect Giannis to always shoot fifty percent from the free throw line, and I'm not expecting Giannis to only have. Uh, seventeen or like nineteen points. You know that 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 isn't something that you expected as a Bucks fan. So, is there any hope for the Bucks, or or how are you feeling? I think there's definitely hope for the Bucks, but it's just got it's gonna come from a different 
you know, different ways. And one of them is going to be Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton obviously, <laughs> you know, I, I spoke about that before. Yeah. Drew Holiday is someone who I, I early on in the game, he, it was a bit of a disappearing act. He came alive in, or, or late in the second half. But, I mean, we got to see more consistency from the him. As num- as well as guys like we we talked about Pat Connaughton during the game. We uh, don't get there. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. We're talk about those role um, So so I think just just building from the way up, it's got to start with Middleton and Drew Holiday. They have to have to really improve, especially if we're uh, healthy. Giannis isn't going to be something they can rely on. Um, it's it's got to come from those two. And if they're having flashes of the game and points of the game where they're non-existent, mm-hmm. the Bucks have no chance of winning this series. Okay, so Jay, so you, you bring up uh, Giannis as, as health being a factor, and uh, of course it is right. He's he he's the best player. So Jay, let me ask you: like, did it seem like you know that that hyperextended knee was was bothering him out there? Absolutely, it, it, uh, it, 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 it seemed it, like it was bothering him. From the standpoint of it was hindering him offensively. I mean, we obviously saw that chase down block, yeah. uh, but but it wasn't to the point where he's normally consistently doing these, you know, those athletic plays and he's making those drives, relentless drives, time in and time out. And you could tell he was, uh, you know, as a, as a player, you could see that he was kind of favoring or holding something back, which is which isn't good, especially in in a championship series and and, and the game on the line. You got to be able to give it your all, like whenever you need it. And he was, I could tell he was, you know, holding back, picking and choosing his battles, and when he wanted to go all out and when he wanted to ease back, which is going to be a big issue if that continues. Jay. What episode did we just record yesterday? We we recorded that finals preview episode. Yeah, finals what I preview. say on the episode, Jay? Mm-hmm. I said if the Bucks are gonna play Giannis, play him, right. play him at his full. Don't hold back. Right. Act like that hyperextension never happened. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to play him, don't play him that middle ground. Don't mm-hmm. play him on, you know, whether it's minute restrictions, whether it's playing him in a different way. You know, like I remember when, when Trey Young got hurt, he was playing a lot more off ball. The Hawks didn't know how to play. Mm-hmm. They didn't know. I, we don't know how to play with Trey Young off ball. Yeah. He's always on ball. The Bucks know how to play without Giannis, which is why I was so avid. And I know it, it sounded like a crazy, super hot take, right? You know, I know the, mm-hmm. the, the, the hot take that, you know, we had put out was that, you know, Giannis shouldn't play the first two games. But... It was the fact that if they were able, they're able to snag this first one. You know, they they, they could help his his chances of coming back, his knee of having you know more more of a recovery, man. But I, I just think that if man, I, I just think that Giannis right now he's in his he's in the position where he has to play game two. Right. He has to like that that hot take goes out the window mm-hmm. now. You know mm-hmm. that was a, like like you mentioned. No, that was your rebuttal. Your rebuttal was if they if they win game one, great, right? right. You don't got to play game two. Mm-hmm. Let's wait till we get back to Milwaukee and let's do this. Let's rock, let's rock out. Right. But now, it, you don't want to go down to down two zero, man. You don't want to go down two zero to a team who you know doesn't really make you know that many mistakes that mm-hmm. we talked about. You know, we saw a couple, couple more mistakes today, but first time being there. You know, I, I, I you bring up a great point, and hey guys, don't fact us on this. Don't fact us on this, but. As far as like all the star players on both rosters, we don't know if any player's been there in the finals, right? Right. We don't know if there's any player with with, with uh, too many too much finals experience there. So I think that that was on both sides. You know, we saw a couple of silly mistakes. I think that that was just the the bright lights, right? Right. And like you mentioned with with, with Jay Crowder and Pat Connaughton, you know, we kind of saw them playing out of out of their out of their rhythm, out of, character, yeah. out, of, out, of mm-hmm. out of character, yeah. right? 
Do you think that is because maybe the shot, the lights got a little too bright for them, or how, how you feeling about that? Absolutely. I mean, we saw. You know, you even mentioned it. A few shots were missed bad. You know, bad misses, like and that yeah, it, they, they shouldn't be taken. You know, four shots. We saw a couple times where Pat Connaughton passed up the threes, and we said that's uncharacteristic. Usually, he he'd be shooting right. At, uh, no doubt about it. He would be without question taking those, uh, and he led. Those led those decisions led to some turnovers. So just some outer characteristic plays, like you mentioned, um, but but something to be expected in your first finals. Yeah. You got all those nerves, that excitement. Uh, you've never been there before, like you mentioned. No one has experience like that. So those are something that are going to tighten up as the series progresses. But I see that favoring the Suns. Uh, just from the standpoint of they have CP3 at the guard position. He's playing, putting players, uh, his teammates into positions where they're going to succeed. And I don't really see that leadership from Drew Holiday at this point uh, to rely on him. So I think it's going to be a s- situation where if that becomes a factor and we're, ma- we're relying on one team to make those decisions in crunch time, I'm relying on the Suns and, and the personnel that they have on their roster. And Monty Williams as a coach as well. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when we when we look at coaching, man. I mean, if you ask me personally, I would take Monty over mm-hmm. over Bud uh, on, on, yeah. almost every time. But uh, uh, Jay, I want to talk about I want to talk about that that Drew 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 Holiday point. I was about mm-hmm. to say Drew Hill. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk about that Drew Holiday point we brought up. You know, we were talking about it in the game. You know, Drew Holiday could be a huge difference maker, but. He didn't really show up uh, this game. I feel like as much as he should have showed, right. as much he should, you know, if Giannis is gonna have a game where he's, you know, scoring in the low twenties and a high, high, high teens, we need Drew. We need Drew to be there because Chris was there. Chris showed up. Absolutely. Chris was mm-hmm. there. So, what do you, th- what do you think? What does Jay Hill think? You know, Drew go. Where does Drew go from here? Like, what should Drew come in, come in the next game, mm-hmm. focusing? Should he attack more? You know, I, I mm-hmm. definitely think that big guard. He needs to attack a guard like Chris. Yeah, you know, John, there, there's something you mentioned early on in the game, and it was the Drew uh, Drew Holiday matchup where he took Chris Paul in the post and took advantage of that, just went to work, like the bully ball, like you said. So I think he needs to look to be aggressive early, not forced, not not coming out, you know, guns blazing, but looking for his shot more, getting himself involved in the offense uh, from, from a scoring standpoint and then looking to distribute um, so he's not having to, like we saw in t- today's game uh, in the second half where it felt like, you know, he had been pressing the whole game, you know, virtually non-existent from what they need from him. And then coming to the point where, oh, OK, now I got to create. Now I got to do this. Now I got to get in my spin cycle bag where he could have been doing that from early in the game. So aggressiveness, but still controlled aggression um, in terms of attacking and and getting his because they need it the bucks really really need him especially like we've been mentioning without Giannis healthy drew holiday's got to be that guy they can rely on getting to the rim getting to the paint getting other guys uh the ball so he has to come out he has to come out ready to play ready to hoop and ready to score okay all right jay let's talk about the elephant in the room man this is mm-hmm. it's a big problem going on and and, and we're gonna get to the suns though we're we, we gonna get to the suns but you know big believer of if it ain't broke don't fix it right mm-hmm. so the, the Suns won they, they, mm-hmm. they clearly did something right but we gonna we gonna still get to the Suns but let's let's talk about the let's talk about the elephant in the room for the Bucks man Brooke Lopez mm-hmm. man like we, we we talked about it in the game right we talked about like 
it's kind of a tick for tack, right? It's kind of like mm-hmm. you, you gain so much on the offensive end. You gain mm-hmm. a big that can hit threes. And we, this game, I'm not, I'm not, as a career, of course, PJ Tucker's a better uh, um, corner three point shooter than Brooke. But as we, like, we saw the game, P, uh, Brooke was hit, like, I think, believe, I, I think, believe, hit a three or four corner threes, right? Mm-hmm. Incredible, man. And, and he can hit him at the top of the three. He can run from anywhere, man. So that's a seven footer who stretches the floor, protects the rim. It's huge, man. It's huge on offensive end. But as we just saw on the defensive end, man, like D-Book and Chris Paul, every single time. We just talked about the beginning consistently. Four different times in a row down court came and exposed that. Uh, in the other se- in the season series, both D-Book and Chris Paul put 25-plus. Why? Because of that. Right. They put 25-plus this game because of that. Mm-hmm. So, Jay Hill, let me ask you, right? If you're Coach Bud, if you're in that if you're in that Bucks locker room, right, you're trying to figure out how do we attack game two. Do you go to PJ, but then do you get eight by Aiden? Yeah. Like, what is it? What is it, Jay? What, what do you do? What do you do? Do you give up the offense or do you give up the defense? I think you got to look to to give up that uh, that offense, okay. uh, just simply for the fact that defensively, uh, if you if you go small ball with PJ Tucker, uh, you you can still you still have that offensive you know versatility, um, especially with DeAndre Ayton. I mean, he's proved his effectiveness defensively, but I think there's a chance just. Brooke Lopez just can't move laterally uh, at the pace that they need him to do. It's just he's giving up so much offensively that you it almost negates. You know, he's a minus player. Right, right. He's a minus player. You want to have plus players on the floor. And I, I don't know. Uh, we haven't, I haven't looked at the stats, but I, I'm sure he was a minus player tonight. I'm almost 99, 95% positive. Uh, and, and just simply because, I mean, Brooke Lopez – is is their offensive catalyst at the five but i think you can bring on you know the brain forbes um you know other offensive weapons pat Connaughton as well um who you can give them more confidence by giving them more playing time more you know touches and and you can get you can get production from them offensively as well so i think it's uh it's a catch-22 but i think you you gotta you gotta really play it by uh really see what happens maybe in the first half give them the start see how it's happening and then you got to make that adjustment in, in game two if, if things if they're really really taking advantage of it i mean obviously they're hitting shots at a really high clip but i rely on cp3 to hit that shot as well so if you're going to give him that shot uh just expect that he's going to make that a high percentage of the time so you got to really think about if you want brooke lopez on the floor because he was getting cooked tonight cooked cooked, cooked. To the point where, like, you're right. Bad for the dude. To, to, to the point yeah. where you feel bad for the dude. Yeah. Like, uh, we're watching him just get chased at, at like every every time down court. He has yeah. he has no like no choice and mm-hmm. you he can't he can't get over the screens, right. man. So I, like I, I'm 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 to a point, Jay, where I gotta agree with you, man. Like uh, if I'm if I'm Coach Bud, I I gotta make a decision of what's best for my team. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's giving me you know greatness on offense, but I cannot give up the defense mm-hmm. because. These are the top two def- defensive teams in the mm-hmm. left in the playoffs. Right. We see defense are going to win championships. So I think Coach Bud needs to get in his in his coaching bag because Coach Bud, I don't know if he, maybe he doesn't have a coaching bag because he, right. I don't know he can't make adjustments and he needs to learn to make the adjustment of to, of, to take Brooke out. He's like stuck on Brooke. Right. But 
Jay, when we talked about that earlier, what'd you say? You said, what's the, you said, who's their backup big? Yeah. And I don't think we had, we had an answer. Still don't got an answer. I don't think we got an answer. Still don't got an answer. You don't have an answer. Yeah. Right? Nope. So it, it, it really puts you in a tough situation because it's not like you can bring in another big. No, you have to unfortunately bring in PJ Tucker. Right. To get ate up like, like, like Morris got ate up Mm -hmm. by eight, man. So. Mm Coach Bud is he's in, he's in a tough, he's in a tough spot here. He's with in a tough man. spot, and you and you don't want to go down 2-0 you don't. going back to Milwaukee. So he he's got to make the adjustment quick or soon, or you know you just got to ride with Brooke Lopez and hope that you outscored him. So I don't know if I don't know if you outscoring Phoenix though. Yeah, I don't know if you outscoring Phoenix, especially at home. I don't see it happening. Uh, the way they shoot, the way there's role players and the confidence they're playing with, man. Well, I mean, we'll talk about more about Phoenix, but man. Yeah. So, so, so exactly, Jay. Like, it, it feel again. Feel free if you have any other thoughts about Bucks, just feel free mm-hmm. to bring that up. But you know, for now, I guess let's let's jump to Phoenix and let's mm-hmm. talk about you know Phoenix and the other. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But let's yeah. let's talk about let's talk about what they did. Uh, they definitely need to clean it up. They definitely need to clean mm-hmm. it up a little bit. I saw a lot more mistakes. Uh, and again, that's a tribute to like how you mentioned the jitters, right? First time being there, oh, okay, like let's game one. Mm-hmm. I, I I get it, but they definitely need to clean up. I saw a lot of missed defensive rotations, a lot of missed defensive rotations, especially especially with Aiden. Um, I also didn't think that Aiden really came out as as as, as strong as I as as really as I, I I would want him to, man. Like with with this um, pick pick your poison right now that 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 the Bucks are in. With PJ Tucker and Brooke Lopez, I think that Aiden should be attacking, man. Should be attacking and aggressively making Bud make the decision. Right. Put the, put the ball on Bud's court. Say, I'm either gonna kill. I mean, CP and uh, and uh, D Book are either gonna keep killing Brooke off the screen because I'm gonna keep setting them a screen. I'm gonna keep getting the switch. Or you're gonna bring PJ in here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill him inside, man. Right. And I I don't know if Aiden really attacked as aggressively as I would want him to. And missed a couple of defensive rotations. Uh, besides, you know, like that, or or or, or if, if that's what you felt, what's the first thing that came to your mind as like a negative that the Suns did this game? Yeah, I think definitely Aiton uh, had to take advantage of that matchup more. I mean, they could have beat them by more. I think they ended up winning by thirteen tonight. Uh, they could have definitely extended that lead, and we saw in the fourth fourth quarter. I think, uh, sorry, in the second half, uh, there was a chance. There was a point when they, I think, Milwaukee had cut the lead to seven. And I think they didn't really close that that game uh, to the level they should have. Um, they they made a lot, like you said, they made a lot of mistakes late in the game that let kind of Milwaukee, you know, hang around in the game, which which you don't want to be doing, especially if you you want to go up 2-0 heading back to Milwaukee. So I think that's they got to clean it up. Um, and, and that that end of that game, they didn't end it the way they should have. Uh, and in terms of Aiton, I definitely agree. Um, there was one play early on the first half that that sticks out to me, where Aiton uh, Booker got switched on to. Sorry, PJ Tucker started out on on uh, Booker, mm-hmm. and then was switched on to Aiton. Aiden rolled, made easy work. We said that, that that's barbecue chicken. Uh, junior, yeah, man, yeah. Chicken. And and we had spoken about this yesterday. I spoken about this more in, in the in the finals preview, where I said that if he's getting that switch as the rim runner, uh, and they're putting PJ Tucker, which is one another reason why I, I'd be hesitant if I was Budenholzer as well, because he's such a nightmare matchup 
for for PJ Tucker. As good of a defender as he is, yeah, he he just doesn't have the length to contest the shot and and that that well polished um, as we're seeing more hook of of Aiton. So he definitely has to be more aggressive uh, with the touches he's getting, and and I think that could be just sons in five or four man if if Aiton really attacks and they start to take over the game uh from from all of the big three because we saw from the big two tonight i want to see more from Aiton, uh like you mentioned in game two so okay so jay, jay let, let me ask you something uh and while we were watching the game you know you you brought up a great point when the bucks were when they did bring it down to seven right, right. And, and we were like wait are the bucks about to come back like mm-hmm. i remember at a point i believe it was like uh, 102, like 90, 94 or, or mm. something like that. It was a very right. close game in, the, in, in crunch time in the fourth. So, Jay, let me ask you, like, does the Suns' closing ability scare you? I have to say in in the, in the finals, their lack of experience does, does give me a little concern. Yeah. Uh, just simply off the fact that they were in a position. They were up. They were in control of that game. And to let to let sorry to let Milwaukee get back within seven uh, is inexcusable. I think you got to extend that lead. Really send a message. I think in game one you want to bl- blow them off the floor. You want to get your starters off the court. Uh, and to, for them to hang around, I think Milwaukee has a little confidence. Honestly, being able to hold in, uh, in onto that game, especially now being down one oh one. But realizing Giannis didn't have a great game, um, he was rusty. He took you know a game off, uh, or was it one or two games off? And and I think the rest of the Bucks really, uh, outside of Chris Middleton, didn't have a great game. I wouldn't even say it was his best game. So I think they have some confidence, and I think that's an issue for Phoenix uh, to address going forward is closing out games. So yeah, it definitely, it's definitely a room for concern for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for for me as well, you know, that that's definitely something I, I think about because, and again, like, the, you know, th- th- this is no hate, this is no, like, slander on, on, on campaign, mm-hmm. but I, I think it definitely, there's something to be thought of if campaign is bringing you home. Yeah. Because, like, again, and, and I'm not trying to do no, campaign, yeah. campaign is a great player, mm-hmm. uh, you know, had a great great game out there mm-hmm. but you know we're talking about a league full of you know solidified stars mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about the highs of highs we're talking about the nba finals here mm-hmm. you know we're, we're talking about this is where the stars show yeah. up i'm i have a we, little we ain't bit talking of, about westbrook's uh handshake partner we're not talking about uh, uh d book one of like you know uh, uh, earlier uh one of the young great scores right. chris paul a solidified you know mm-hmm. great great point guard mm-hmm. And I, I just, it gives me a little bit of, of, of a nervous feeling in my stomach, right? Mm-hmm. Of if campaign is going to bring you home, like, are you going to be able to do this for all games? Like, right. Or, or like, remember, like, you can get there. Don't be a Giannis player. Like, I don't want the Suns to be a Giannis uh, player type, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't want them to, to bring them to the, to, to the edge and yeah. then not finish it. Right. They have to be able to finish it, man. And, uh, I mean, realistically, let's be real. I'm not going to rely on campaign again. So. No. The closing ability to answer the question, it, 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 it puts a little bit of fear in, in, into me, man, yeah. of the Suns being able to actually do that. Absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, they they have to have. It's got to come from D Book or, or CP. Can't be relying on campaign like he, you said. I even would take it from Aiden. I take I it from Aiden, Aiden, yeah, Aiden, as well. But I, I mean, I just can't rely from. Mm-hmm. And no. he was hitting like Curry range threes. Right, right. We can't we can't we can't rely that on that. Happen again. Yeah, man. the role players like you said, uh, Cam Johnson really stepped up tonight. Campaign stepped up. Let's, we didn't see let's much. Let's get into that. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. Get, let's get into those role players. So so Jay, you know, you, t- you t- talk about Cam. For uh, for both teams, you know, don't, don't feel free to list for both teams. Don't feel limited. Who do you think were some of the bigger the bigger role players tonight? Uh, I think obviously comes to mind campaign mm-hmm. Cam Johnson. Like I said, uh, those two were the ones that stuck out to me. Uh, and I also realized for Phoenix, mm-hmm. we we saw who went down earlier, yeah. Dario Saric, oh, which is a huge huge loss uh, for for the depth of. Phoenix because they have to rely on Frank Kaminsky. I I saw he only played four minutes. We saw him briefly, uh, but but they they were forced to go small when when Aiton wasn't in the game. So just just simply from the fact that uh, those two and then and then from the Bucks we really saw no one step up. We saw flashes from Bryn Forbes late in the game. Uh, he had a couple big threes, but. Uh, I think we need to see someone from Milwaukee to step up in order for them to be successful. So, um, and we we also need to see see more from those out, outer players. I mean, I thought it it was a decent showing from PJ Tucker from an offensive standpoint. We always know where we're gonna get him from defensively. I mean, he's a pest. He's a dog defensively, but uh, we need to see someone from the, from the Bucks step up. Let me ask you, Jay. When when you say someone like who, what comes to your mind and like what player comes to your mind that they do you think really should step up yeah. and really should be there? Uh, absolutely, I see Bobby Portis as someone yeah. who could step up. Yeah. Uh, Pat Connaughton yeah. and, and Brent Forbes; those are really really the the three that need to step up. Brent Forbes is their shooter, mm-hmm. and and Pat, uh, sorry, Bobby Portis is is their Swiss Army knife. I mean, he can shoot it. He can he's, he can play that bully ball like we want to see from the Bucks. So those are the two that stick out, and then Pat Connaughton can give you you know you know eight to. I would say six to eight, six to ten off the bench. So. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Jay, uh, I gotta accredit that point that you talked about with with Brent Forbes and and, and really the shooters, like that, mm-hmm. like that's that's really where I'm mm-hmm. getting to, right? That's who needs to play big, the shooters, man, especially mm-hmm. Brent and PJ. I think it's a problem that PJ has seven points. I think I think that's a problem mm-hmm. because we see that when Giannis goes to the hole. They're gonna scram. They're gonna. Yeah. They're, they're, they're gonna go in there. They're gonna collapse. And the shooters have to hit, man. And mm-hmm. I feel that we saw way too many times shooters not hitting. Shooters like corner specialist PJ Tucker going for seven points, but then Brick Lopez going for seventeen. You know, right. I, I I think that, that that that's a problem. So I definitely think that as a team, the the, the Bucks have to shoot better, man. Yeah. The, the 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 Bucks definitely have to shoot better. And Pat Pat Connaughton, you know. You said it, man. You said it best. Pat Conson can't be coming out here and only putting up eight points. And numbers aren't just black and gray, man. Right. For for you guys that didn't watch the game, he just played terrible. Mm-hmm. Made terrible, so many bad decisions. Bad decisions. Uh, I, I I sitting right here talking to you, Jay, comes to my mind three to four times where he passed a uh, open open three. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. And, and and the biggest problem it's not that he's just passing open three, open three. It's that he's playing out of character. You play out of character, your whole team is gonna start to go downhill. Right. Man. And I just so to me personally is the role, the shooters, the yeah. shooter role players. 
and we and I know we were talking about um, during the game is is role players and knowing their roles. You know, it's not stepping out of yep. their roles. The best teams have players. Uh, championship teams have players and role players who don't try to do too much, who know what they're supposed to do. If they're catch and shoot three point shooters, that's what they're doing. If they're supposed to lock up defensively the t- other team's best players and, you know, rim run, be in that dunker spot like a PJ Tucker, you know, make wide open shots, then that's what they got to do. So when you see start to see role players stepping outside the role and trying to do too much, which we could have seen from Pat Connaughton tonight, that's when mistakes happen, which leads to, to swings like we saw with uh, one one play comes to mind when Pat Connaughton passed up a wide open three, drove into the teeth Congested of the defense con- and turned the ball over. And then the next play down, Mikhail Bridges gets fouled, makes both three throws, four-point swing. Right so there. those kind of plays add up. Um, and extend the lead if you're down. So you're playing catch-up, which you don't want to be doing on the road. Yeah, and you, you just talk about, you know, Mikel Bridges. I, I, I want to touch on him, and mm-hmm. I want to touch on him showing Pat Conson what he should be doing out there, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Mikel Bridges is a great player. Mikel Bridges could have put more more than 14 points out there. He, mm-hmm. he could have. He could have, yeah. I promise you. Mikel Bridges could have put more. He could have went for a 20-piece. A, a mm-hmm. That's not what they need. Mm-hmm. They don't need Mikel Bridges to go for 20-piece. They have Devin Booker go for 27. They have Chris Paul go for go, go for 32. They don't need Mikel to be, be putting the 20-point games, man. Right. So what does he do? Puts a puts a 14-point a, 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 a game and does a little bit of everything, man. Mm-hmm. You know, gets some rebounds, gets some steals, and, and, and gets on the glass, man. Get, makes his free throws. That's what you need from a role player. Is, mm-hmm. So if I have to, like, show Pat Connaughton who he needs to, uh, like, I, yeah. idolize or be, man, that's, that's, that's Pat Connaughton. Mm-hmm. Simple, you know? No, absolutely. And I think uh, Pat Connaughton... It, it, it might be, and I hope it's just a, a symptom of game one and yeah. all that energy, uh, pent-up energy and, and being in your first final. So hopefully he can curb that enthusiasm and, and channel it for for a more compact and sound um, role-playing game, game, for, game for, for game two. Definitely, definitely. Jay, I mean, this you know, this I, I, as we wrap up here, you know, the, the, this, was, this was a good game. But give me one thing. You can take away positive and negative from the Suns and the Bucks. The Suns, I think, just right away. What, coming, what are you going to yeah. go first? Positive or negative for Suns? I'm going to go. Po- I'm going to go positive for the Suns. Okay. Positive right away has to be coming out game one, controlling the game from early on. I think uh, you know it, it was it was a close game early on in, in the first half, um, but I never really felt that the Suns were really pressured. I think that they had control of the game just simply working that pick and roll game with cp taking advantage of matchup uh matchup advantages and and just throughout the game they were just in control um up playing from up um from ahead the most of the game so that's a huge advantage so i think that's a positive is controlling coming out game one home court and winning and winning the first game of the finals uh the negative standpoint is is the opposite of the spectrum where they really let Milwaukee hang around, keep that confidence. So I think that's a negative uh, that they have to close games better like we've been mentioning. So that's negative. Okay. And then from Milwaukee's standpoint, I think they got to have someone else step up. Uh, someone outside of Giannis, those, their big three. 
they need a, a role player. They need Forbes to have a big game. They need Connaughton to have, you know, 10. Uh, they need another maybe 33-point performance from Brook Lopez. I don't know what it's going to take, but they need someone else to step uh, upside of their big three. And uh, from a positive for them, I would say Giannis didn't perform to what we what we know Giannis can be. Uh, maybe he needs another game to, st- to step up and get his health back. But I think they have that to, to, to look back on and realizing that they could have lost by a lot more. Um, and, and they kept the game close. They battled back. They never really showed any quit. So I think they can hold their hat on that and say, okay, we didn't have a good game. Realize that, make the adjustments, and come out in game two, and really and really give themselves a chance early on in the game and not put themselves in the hole. So that's what I got for, for game two. How about you guys? Okay. So for me, I, I'll go ahead and go Suns too as well. For positive, uh, I, I have to go with the, 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 role, role, the, role, the role players that, that were out there, man. Like they just were able to play their role. They, they, they understood – what to do and how to do it, man, and that's and, and like that that's what they did. And they, the Suns didn't do too much, you know. What did they? What did they do? They exploited the mismatch. That's it, man. Yeah. You know, they didn't try to get outside of outside of their lane. So for positive, I definitely got to go with that for the Suns. Negative, uh, I you know I, I don't want to steal yours, day, but it's got to be that closing, man. It's got to yeah. be the closing that like if you can't close like. You know that's the reason we don't mm-hmm. have Giannis as the best player in the playoffs mm-hmm. right now because he can't close. Right. So I can't. So I I have to highlight that. You know I mm-hmm. don't mean to steal yours, Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the Bucks, as far as as negative, we keep talking about the role. You know the role players not stepping up, but role players step up because like that's what they're supposed to do on the team. But what Giannis is supposed to do is he's supposed to step up too. So as much as we're you know getting on these role players, we got to get on Giannis too. Yeah. So I, I I don't want to let no Giannis like slide go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slander. I'm not saying it's terrible, but right. okay, take a game. You had your hyperextension knee. You took you took a couple of games off. First game back, but I don't want to see this next game. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. I, I need to mm-hmm. see a dominance performance next game on both ends. And if I could add another negative thing, is the free throws, man. Like the free throws, right? Like we we're watching the game. We we literally laughed. We we mm-hmm. like I'm not, I'm not you know yeah. we're not playing. Yeah. We literally laughed. Yeah, we laughed at it, man, because yeah. that's a problem. Can't be you can't be missing this many free throws, man. You got to go do something about it. Right. Just just no no excuse. But as far as positive, I gotta I I gotta give it to them because Giannis did have you know a, a mediocre game, right? right? You, you 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 can't expect Giannis to. To have this right, so I guess I, for my positive, it's it's more of perspective that 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 coach Coach Bud sits down with his team and says, "Look, guys, we're not gonna play like this again. Right. We're not gonna have an, 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 another bad game like this." And just to throw an, an, another negative is is, is that Brick Lopez drop the drop, drop yeah. coverage, man. I, as a matter of fact, I say take him out. I say, yeah. you know, we say, yeah, I say, take them out. You yeah. know, I say that th- that those th- thirty three points were just weren't worth it. Mm-hmm. They weren't worth it. Right. They weren't worth losing the game. Okay, yeah, weren't losing the game. But all right, mm-hmm. so Jay Hill, man, as we wrap up this episode and and, and head to you know the game two. Yeah, you know, I, I got, yeah. we got game two coming up on Thursday, I believe. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts? Any 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 last thing you want to say? Any any things you want to say? Yeah, I mean, I think game two is gonna be. Uh, we always look to game five as usually the decisive, especially if it's two t- if it's two two. Uh, but game two is going to be decisive, man. Ooh, I think that was a good take. I yeah. think yeah, I think absolutely the Bucks need to take game two. 
I don't, I don't think it's a matter of you go, you go back home and you're down 0-2. That's, uh, that's a big, big hole, and I don't, I don't see them overcoming that. So they have to take care of business on the road at Talking Stick on Thursday night. No excuse. No excuse. Giannis, you want to be the best in the league? This is your time. This is your this time. Is your time. I don't want to hear any excuses. No knee. No, no knee. Nothing. No nothing. I don't want to hear. I, I yeah. can't hit a free throw. I can't hit a free throw. Nothing. Hey, that all that goes out the window. They got to take care of business. Game two. That's that's my thoughts. Uh, and and if they don't, I don't see them coming out of that hole. Jay, that was such a good thought. I gotta steal it. <laughs> this game two is definitely gonna be the most important game with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even, Jay. I can't even. As a matter of fact, we gonna close up here. Jay, just point. Just let's just close it up here because Jay just closed it out with the best way possible. My drop. Yeah, my my drop. drop. That that that's the best way to close it out, man. This game mm-hmm. two is literally gonna, in my eyes, determine the series because the, the Bucks aren't coming back from from a two zero deficit. Mm-hmm. But if they can hit this, hit this game two. That's a whole different series that's we're a whole talking about. Series. So you know, I'm really excited, man. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jay. Yeah. Thank you, Drew. Thank yes, you, my sir. dog. This was fun. This it's was fun. very fun as mm-hmm. always. Uh, everyone at home, man, we appreciate you guys listening. Whether again, whether you guys are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, we love and appreciate all you guys, man. Like it, this is just so fun. It's just so fun yeah. to be on this journey with you guys, man, mm-hmm. and just talking hoops. So we appreciate all the support, man. Everyone that's that that that's been listening. Uh, as always, you guys do not forget to like, comment, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, make sure you know comment down below. Your prediction, man. Comment down below who you think is is the biggest matchup problems for uh, whether it be Bucks or whether it be Suns. Comment down below who you got, right? And make sure to go check out our last episode we dropped uh, on on all platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everything. We got the uh, finals preview episode, uh, prediction episode. That was a really really good episode. That was a great episode. That was a great episode, yeah. man. So make tune sure you guys in. make sure you guys go tune into that and. Don't forget to follow our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, man. It is at ClutchTalk1. We drop some great uh, videos on there, drop some, uh, talk about some great debates, and come debate with us, y'all. I'm telling y'all, mm-hmm. we are some basketball junkies. We love talking about basketball. I promise you, if you get on there and put a, a, a debate you want us to talk about, we will get on, on the you. show or we'll respond to you right there on Twitter, man. Yeah. So get at us. Get at us on IG, man. Again, it's at ClutchTalk1. Get at Jay Hill. Jay Hill, blast, blast out your IG. Yeah, just be chilling uh, 11. So that's J U S T B. B is a letter and then chilling uh, with no with no G 11. Um, yeah, hit me up. I'm we're always I'm always yeah. down for debate, like like yeah. John said. So let's get it. Get at us, man. Yeah. Let's get it. I cannot wait yeah. for game two, <laughs> the NBA finals. Oh man, so mm-hmm. stay tuned, Jay. Thank you, my G. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. We out of here, y'all. Clutch talk out. Peace.